Yeah. So, here we go. Hello. Welcome to our podcast. Uh, this is Kevin Barrera. Jackson Leonard. And David Janzar. And today we are going to be doing our podcast on Nike behind the swoosh and the injustices that have been going on behind the company of Nike for several years now. Uh, to start this podcast, we're going to be talking about social justice in general. Social justice is the defense of human dignity by ensuring that every human has their essential needs met and protected. Um, our case study definitely points out a major violation of human dignity and rights, such as freedom of speech. Uh, the people that are most in effect impacted by these injustices are the workers themselves. Um, they're in third world countries where they live miserable lives. They're constantly trying to survive and they're unfairly treated in inhumane conditions. There's major costs that come with these injustices. And the most important one, I think, is economic inequality because there's people that have an opportunity that is far worse than our worst opportunity. And for them, it's all they have. That's their way of trying to survive. And without it, they can't survive. So Jackson, what do you think about this? Well, I guess when I was watching that case study, I kind of started to see how people was like, weren't able to like eat like good meals a day. And if they got sick, then like they wouldn't be able to eat at all on that day because they needed the medicine in order to get better. And when you're earning wages of a dollar twenty five a day, like they were there, I think that's pretty crazy how some people are earning that every day. And it shows you that like even like some of the people who have it worst off in America aren't really being that they still have it better off than some of the people in these third world countries like you were saying and even how people are having their freedom of speech taken away like you said because there's like working mafias and all that stuff and they don't actually have the ability to speak up or strike because if they did there was also scenes where they were saying people could get beat up people could get basically run out of town they could get even like killed if like you decided to go against these mafias and these just factories that they were working in just so because the mafias were getting paid more so yeah and i think you had a really good point there about um just how unequal it is like the society we're living in here in america it's very different from what they have to go through over there and i think it's tough because a lot of people are kind of just living in their own bubble here in America, knowing what their life is like, enjoying their lives, and not really realizing the contrast that there is, you know, between us and them. Because, like, exactly like you said, like, the worst people here are still doing very well when you compare them to these people in these third world countries working for these companies who are doing just these awful things to not give them the opportunity to grow, to raise their families, and to do all those things. I mean that inequality is just such a big deal. And I feel like we definitely need to uh, be more aware of just how unfair it is for these workers and how they're just having all of these necessities and rights being taken away. Yeah, I guess you can also kind of see like, it kind of shows you the ignorance of like, whenever we end up complaining about the little things in our lives that like 
could be better but then you see how there's so many like big things in their lives that just is every part of their everyday life that we're kind of just like taking it all for granted so couldn't agree more yeah so i guess next we'll be talking about the uh the global trends that are going on and how they apply to our case study which is nike um so a couple of uh, global trends uh, that I see are that um, first off, there's the global trend of fashion, which is why so many people are buying Nike is why Nike so, is so popular because they're always seen as like this great brand and all that and always good quality and they look nice too. And um, also there's just opportunity inequality like you were saying earlier on how people aren't getting the same opportunities you would in one place as you would in another place. Like America has some of the best opportunities while in other place, you don't even get opportunities that are half as good or even like a quarter as good even. So um, these global trends have contributed to the injustices that we just spoke about because there's like with fashion, so many people want the shoes the clothes because there's this sort of reputation and hype behind them that like everybody wants a pair of Nikes. Everyone wants those LeBrons or the new shoes that are coming out. And because everyone wants them and there's in such high demand, people need to work so much more for them and they want to make as much profit as they can off of these shoes while they're big. So they're forcing all these people to do this factory work when they really are just taking advantage of them. And also, that also leads me to the opportunity and equality where these countries do need jobs and we are giving them jobs through this or Nike is giving them jobs through this, but being such a terrible opportunity, not a terrible opportunity, but it's just not as good as anything we have here. It's like their best opportunity is just worse than the worst one we have. And you can't really climb the social ladder through the opportunities they have there. Like you're always going to be stagnant there. And I guess any of the um, global trends explored, like something we could do to solve them. I would say if we do something to like counteract the extremely low wages, like maybe giving them like a higher minimum wage so that they're able to buy more food they were able to buy more shelter more medicine i think that would be a better way for them to at least live healthier lifestyles rather than just eating such little food per day and barely having enough for themselves so that maybe they can be healthier they can live longer and that they can at least start to gain back some of the injustices that have been there before yeah, those the wages that they have are is definitely a huge deal because I mean, around here you see the minimum wage, it's steadily going up and for them it's still far behind what we have here and it's just a very huge difference between them. And uh I really feel like that there's definitely a need for a shift in the global trends. I think yes, um it's it's good to be fashionable, you know, to to like nice clothes and obviously to like all those things. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just that I think people need to realize what goes on behind the scenes and not just worry about, you know, what the newest shoes coming out are or, you know, what's everybody wearing right now when 
you know, what everybody's wearing is this company that's giving these people so few chances to, you know, move up in the world and even reach half of the place that we are here in America. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I mean, I think what shows it enough is that we are victims of this ourselves in the sense that we are, I think about my middle school and elementary school experience where I'm a kid who wants who's in on these trends. I, I, I want to fit in. I want to have these cool shoes. I want to wear those Nike elite socks. And I don't know that I, I, I didn't know that this was all going on at the time. I, I was a, 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 an innocent elementary school kid as we all were who wanted to fit in. And unfortunately that's the way that the society works nowadays is that these trends, they take control of our lives that we lose touch with what's going on that makes these trends happen. And I think that the opportunity inequality is a result of that, is the result of the society making it a normal thing for powerful companies to benefit off of the arm of others and off of the labor of, or illegal labor basically, or should be illegal labor of others. Yeah, that was a really good point you made there. I I like, think we can all really relate to a lot of people can relate to that idea of, you know, back when we were kids. I mean, yeah, having all those clothes, having all those things and just being completely innocent of everything going on and not knowing that it was that kid who is exactly your age, who is on the other side of the world, who made the pair of shoes that are on your feet and those socks that are on your feet but he got paid 50 cents in total for that. And that's just simply disgusting in a way. Yeah. That's insane to think about. So moving on, uh, we also need to uh, look at the uh, Catholic side of things as uh, Catholic social teaching uh, clearly has some themes that are being violated. I mean, the dignity of work and rights of workers is the first one that really sticks out. I mean, there are millions of workers not only working for Nike, but I'm sure for plenty of other companies that have to deal with these uh, uh, inequality of opportunities and also the option for the poor and vulnerable. And those kind of go hand in hand here because uh, by not having those rights of like a minimum wage and all those protections that we have here in America, those workers are stuck as the poor and vulnerable and they're just completely trapped in that place. And uh, these... um, all of these inequalities are just adding up and stacking up and you can just see it in the video. It's very clear, just the poor working and living conditions that they have. And they're just stuck in the place that they have this just dirt, filth, barely anything to live off of. I mean, it's unbelievable seeing like just what they have to try to live on, even though they're being paid so unfairly, there's uh, not much opportunity either for them to get out of it. And I think we really need to um, apply these two uh, important themes and the other ones as well, because it definitely incorporates a bunch of them to um, try to narrow that gap as much as we can. Um, Specifically, the biggest one is definitely by just increasing the wages of the workers. Uh, That's been coming up a lot uh, during this podcast, just because it's just the most cut and dry, clear one that, I mean, it's just not even close to what we make here in America even with just the simplest of jobs and they're working 
for hours and hours each day and barely making a fraction of what most people here in America make. And uh, I also think the uh, workspaces need to be made a lot more comfortable because you, in the videos you can see, they're all jam-packed into just large rooms, um, sh basically shoulder to shoulder, uh, just working on these clothes and making these shoes. And I mean, it's just not healthy. It's not safe. And I think we just need to give them better places both to work and to live because you could also see um, in the streets, in like the gutters, there's like feces there's all that excrement it's just disgusting how awful it is in those third world countries to have to deal with all of that so uh what do you think kev uh, i totally agree with you i mean i think it's it's unimaginable that this company needs to be told that their workers shouldn't have to struggle to survive because these these companies they understand they they ignore it but they understand that what they're doing in the sense that when you pay a worker 25 cents a day they're not going to be able to survive healthily and with their human dignity on such a wage so from that i think that these companies have a responsibility which also relates to rights and responsibilities that they need to do something about this and this gap between the economic inequality. And I think um, relating back to what we were saying earlier about how um, uh, our opportunities here in America, I think that's something that really should open our eyes about America in the sense that these people can't climb a social ladder because they will, because of these jobs and these powerful companies going to these countries and putting these people in these positions. But in America, you have the ability to climb the ladder. You have the opportunity to make better for yourself and the next generation than the prior generation. And I think that's something that needs to be established across the world in any of these countries. And it's going to take probably a long time if it ever happens. But I think that that's something that just needs to be a focus on of, of, of making equal for everyone across the globe on this sense of work and the dignity of work and the rights and responsibilities of the companies who give these jobs. And I think, yeah. uh, can I just say something, Jackson? I think, um, yeah, yeah. I think something you have to keep in mind as well is it's 25 cents a day. And these aren't all just individuals either. A lot of them have families that they have to care for as well. And I mean, we all know the expenses of having kids and I mean, 25 cents a day is nowhere near enough for one person. And now they're supposed to support children, their spouses, sometimes their parents, if they're still stuck with their parents because they can't rise up. So I just thought I'd mention that because you really have to keep that in mind. Absolutely. And actually, I'm sorry, Jackson. I just have one quick thing to add. <laughs> no, you guys are good. You From guys are the good. video, uh, just one quick thing that I remembered was when the, um, I forget his name, but the guy, he, or actually, no, it was the woman. She was sick and she had headaches and she could go to the store and buy an aspirin with what she made. But in order to do that, she had to cut multiple meals out of her day when they were already getting three meals at most a day that weren't even a full meal, I'm sure, because we saw how much weight they lost, too. Yeah, just like malnutrition because of that. Like you're not able to get everything you need, which is why the life expectancy is also just so low there. And 
I guess something else that I noticed um, that's like these people, like even in the NBA that like preach to God and like tell so much about how they like love the people and how they do this for like their cities, their countries, like even like LeBron, Kobe, all these people that have deals with Nike, they haven't really been doing anything about this either. Granted, I don't really know if it's because Nike's hiding this from them, but when they're making that much money and they're saying all this stuff about how they care about everyone and they want to like make everyone like entertained, even in the game, like when you're saying all this good stuff and positive stuff, and then you look behind the scenes at how their clothing, their shoes, all that stuff is getting made dirt cheap. And by these people that are basically live to die, they're on their deathbeds. They don't have any opportunities in life. That just really, it kind of rubs me the wrong way. I don't know how you can sit there and like be in the higher ups, rolling in the dough, getting what, $200,000 while all these people or 200 million even all these other people are just sitting there like working as hard as they can for eight to nine hour days and not even getting nearly like a fraction or even a millionth of what you're getting, which is kind of crazy to think about. Absolutely. And um, I think that major about what you said about those athletes, I think that is huge on rights and responsibilities again, as a Catholic social teaching theme, because these people are idols in society. They're, they're people that have millions and millions of people that want to be like them when they grow up. They want, they want to follow the influence of them. And I mean, I think these athletes, they definitely know what's going on by now. But the thing is, they haven't done anything about it. And I think that's the call of rights and responsibilities within the Catholic social teachings that some like as a, as a, a human being who lives on a planet with other human beings where these things are happening to people of your own kind, you're responsible to do something about that, regardless of your deal that you might get, maybe w- whether it's a hundred million a year, well, these still, these people are still, making 25 cents a day and struggling to survive on a daily basis. You know, that that's something that needs to be acted upon, especially by these people who we consider leaders and idols in society. So. Yeah, I guess even just you bringing that all together, like me looking at it and seeing like me as a kid looking up to all these athletes, that are doing so much good, like wearing all their clothes and then realizing what's going on behind the scenes. That's, that can that can kind of be traumatizing even. I don't and know. And the thing is, it's not just the athletes either. Literally in the video, it's a Catholic university that's literally making a deal with one of these companies. The one we're talking about yeah. is Nike. Like it's literally universities that pride themselves on something that I mean, clearly they're not exactly living up to. So Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You that's just I don't know. That's like kind of reminds me of how the uh, the church was being like crooked back in the day and how like they were. Yeah, it's very similar. Yeah. Basic human rights and like making people go to war just so they could have power. And I guess that kind of reminds me of Nike, like making all these people 
suffer injustice just so they can have money. Yep. So I All guess right, I think we should uh, let's move on to some key lessons from this case. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I guess this really just enlightened me and showed me how great we all have it in America. It really showed me that like any sort of injustice and complaint like anyone or we might have in, um, in our society really is just nothing compared to what these people have to go through every day and how they have to work themselves to the bone just to get a meal and how we're able to have free time. We're able to relax. We're able to go to school. And we just have it so much better than they do. Yeah. I mean, and uh, some, some lessons we can take from take away from this is that we need to be more cautious and more aware of the things in the action or what we do and how it, what we do can affect these, these issues. Um, for example, researching where these things that we buy come from, because like I, like the story we said earlier, when you're that elementary school kid and you're wearing all these Nike things, you got all that Nike swag on because that's what's in style. Well, you had no idea what was going on behind the scenes. If you knew that, would you have still made that decision of buying that? Would you have done that to that child that's your age who you just made work another day of 25 cents a day, awful living conditions, barely any food, just so you could get that new shirt? Um, I think that's something that people are going to have to think about from now on. You're going to have to think twice every time you buy anything. Um, and I think another big lesson that Jackson, you touched upon it too, is we can't take things for granted. I think we live in a country that right now people don't think is very good. And I think when it's case studies like this, that really show you that, yeah, you may not think America is that great, but it's far better than many places in the world. And this is definitely one of those places that is absolutely, it, it makes you feel disgusted to be a human being because you know that others of your kind are being treated just like this in the same world that you live in. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And uh, Hit the nail right. I'll go ahead. I was just saying he's furthered that point. That was like as good as it could have said. Yeah. I couldn't have said it better. Yeah, that's right. Uh, from these lessons, we uh, can definitely say that we're all responsible for staying informed, a lot better informed about these companies, specifically Nike, as well as the countless others that probably have similar practices that really need to be spoken out about. Uh, each individual one of us has to act. I mean, if you're just going to watch a video like that and just keep blindly just supporting companies like this that do these things, I mean it is not helping any of those workers who are in those bad situations. And I think um, our society in general just needs to, uh, like I said before, it needs that global shift where I think we need a lot more places like America where people actually have those opportunities to rise up and uh, get out of that area of poverty that those workers are stuck in. And I think uh, a lot of people need to look beyond just the products that they're purchasing and actually see, you know, those injustices that are happening in those third world countries and uh, trying to uh, make a change and trying to uh, actually make a difference rather than just kind of almost just straight up supporting what's going on. Yeah. And I think that kind of just along what you were going to say, going and saying is that like the ignorance that we all have, like, that's the beauty of the knowledge we're able to gain. Like we were able to learn this through school even 
And the fact that we even can go to school just shows us that we have the ability to rise up. We have the ability to make change and that we have the ability to make what's going on in other places better just by showing our support and because we have this great opportunity. Absolutely. And I think uh, as a final thought for me, um, I think that the world is definitely a place that it, it's never going to be perfect. There's always going to be injustices, but there's always, that also means that there's always going to be improvements that we can make. And something that I would love to see in today's world is I would love to see for that athlete, such as LeBron James or Zion Williamson, one of these guys who's got a big deal with some company to come out and talk about these, these injustices, especially, I mean, if it was LeBron James, cause I mean, when you think about it, he is probably, or him and Jordan for sure, are two of the biggest figures for Nike and shoes in general and just athletics in the United States. I think with their influence, if one of them would come out and talk about these injustices, I think it would do a lot more than what's been done so far. Yeah. Do you have any last thoughts, James uh, we've basically hit everything. I think, uh, I definitely agree with Kevin. I think if someone can make that big step, it, it is a tough one, but at the same time, it really needs to be done. And I think we all definitely need to, uh, take as much action as we can to really, uh, try to root out all these, uh, systemic problems that we have, uh, around the world. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on guys. That was a, that was a blast. Thanks for doing it with me. Oh, no problem, Jackson. Yeah. And hopefully we can make some change in the future. So So. I believe that concludes our podcast on Nike behind the swoosh. Uh, Signing off is Kevin Barrera. Jackson. David Janzar. See ya.